Today, we want to go through five questions we believe most people miss when considering the way they're going about their finances. Our hope is that today you'd be able to take these and get more curious about all things finance and get closer to becoming independent of any paycheck. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you who live demanding lives, who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets. This is Tom Seco and CJ Burnett. We're financial advisors that work with veterinarians, practice owners, and the veterinary community across the U.S., co-owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors and the host of the Smarter Vet Financial Podcast. Our mission is to provide a different way of thinking to make financial decisions easy so you can spend time doing other things. Make sure to check out all of our other great resources available on our website, such as complimentary financial race CEs, assessments, videos, and articles. You can find them by visiting flvetadvisors.com. If you're finding this podcast to be helpful, make sure to rate and review us on Apple or Spotify. If not, give us a rating on the Smarter Vet Podcast Facebook page and follow us. I bet the title for this episode is kind of boggling your minds right now. And you're wondering, like, what are these five questions? And, you know, CJ and I, we wanted to really change things up today. So we're thinking, hey, what are some things that we'd find to be relevant for the people who are listening to this show at the moment? And there are five questions that we find that we are active when we were actively working with people or as people are looking to become clients of ours, that they tend to not take the time or the energy to focus on these. And they are incredibly impactful in their overall plan and they could have good or bad impacts to them over time. And our goal is not to make any recommendations. Our goal is for this episode, just so you can walk away and go, hmm, okay, I need to ask myself these questions, maybe go learn, maybe go dig to get a little bit more of an understanding of how these questions are impacting my personal finances. And here's the fun part. Some of these questions are more proactive than reactive. So it's gonna be really hard to make them a priority for yourself because right now, more than likely, you've got five things you haven't done, another thousand that you've got to do tomorrow. And so in order to really make progress and, and take action on this, you've got to really fight to find to make these a priority in order to actually make progress and become curious and maybe be able to implement some of the things that you learn into your own mm. plan. That's, I mean, that's incredibly valid what you just brought there. So let's jump into the first question that we have. And the first question, CJ and I, we brainstormed on this for quite a while. Like, what is that one first question? And the question is, what are my liability limits? And that, that's not professional, that's personal, right? Because I think a lot of people, like we ask a lot of people their professional liability limits, they know those. Almost like off the top of their head. That's like, like the oh, first one that they do know. Right, right. We're talking about what happens if you get in a car accident? What happens if someone breaks a leg in your house? What happens if you drive a golf ball through the window of your neighbor's house? It's all of those kinds of liability, personal coverage, where in the event that you get into a lawsuit, what barriers, what protections do you have from them either coming after you or what protections are available to you where in the event that someone causes you to have an issue, like someone hits you with their car and now they don't have any insurance income or assets, how are you, like, what can you do to protect yourself in that situation? Because there's a, there, there actually is stuff on an auto policy that can mm -hmm. do that for you. What's interesting about this one question as well, when we ask this to a lot of people we talk with, the first thing they say is, usually if we say, hey, do you have auto insurance or homeowners? And they're like, yeah, yeah, my car is covered. But when we really dive into what is your liability into the event that you were to get sued, this is a big question mark. And if you're listening to this right now and you're like, 
I have no idea and you're scrambling to go look it up, you are pretty much like the majority of everyone else out there. But this is a huge part when it comes with your planning. The next question is, how much money am I saving as a percentage of my income so I won't have to work forever? In other words, if you're making a certain amount of money, how much are you putting towards your long-term plan into retirement accounts, investments, right? Anything that's really designated for your long-term plan where down the road, you plan to get income from them when you're no longer working. And this is not just taking into consideration. We have people we talk to all the time that will say, well, I'm saving X amount of dollars into my savings account. But then six months later, they take that money and they put it as a down payment on a home. They put it as a down payment on a car. They use it for a trip, which... I mean, they all sound like great things, but are they solving the actual goal that we're trying to target, which is how do we get to a point where we don't have to work forever? So what is that percentage? And have you taken a look at what that percentage is before? If you know the dollar amount, a simple way to look at this is you take the dollar amount and you take what your income is before you pay taxes and deductions and everything and divide whatever the savings is by your income. And that will give you the percentage. So it's very easy to calculate. The third question how diversified are my assets regarding taxes, liquidity, and investments? And this is one of those questions where we find a lot of the times people, when they think of diversification, they think of diversification in the form of my investments. How do I diversify my investments? What we're saying is let's take it a step further. Are you or should you or have you considered diversifying from a tax perspective? Do you have money that's going into tax deferred vehicles or taxable vehicles? or tax-free vehicles, right? Those are the three types of tax taxation on different assets over time. So again, I'm going to repeat that. Tax-deferred, taxable, or tax-free. Are you doing just one of those? Are you doing two of those? Are you doing all three of those? Should you be doing that? Maybe, maybe not. Like, you know, unless you really take a deep dive into what you're doing right now and what your plan is, and then matching up the priorities and how you're going about doing that, right? It's probably a good idea to really take a deep dive into exactly what kind of diversification are you focusing on in regards to taxes? We find that a lot of people, depending on the phase of their life and where they're at, that they will focus so much on putting money in different spots that is restricted and there's certain penalties and different things along the way that causes them to have to make really quick rash decisions. Let's say if they want to go buy a house or if they're looking to start a business. And when we talk about you know your shorter and your long-term type goals that you're looking to accomplish, How are you diversifying when it comes to being liquid? And when we talk about liquid, it's really talking about money that you're able to get to, that there are very few limitations, there's few penalties, maybe there's taxes involved. However, like you put money in a bank account, that's totally liquid. So it's funny when we talk about liquid with some people who are like, it's cash, it can be turned into cash tomorrow and you can use it and spend it. And there's no restrictions to it. So when you're looking at the short versus the long-term of things that you're trying to accomplish, How are you diversifying on that side? Fourth question is, what is my 401k actually invested in? So we find a lot of people, they put money in a 401k. We say, where, what are you investing in your 401k? And they go, uh, 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 mm, peanut butter, (laughs) peanut butter butter jelly and some, and some bread for some diversification there. Right. So like really think about that. Go look, what, what do you invest? Like if you're putting money in a 401k, what are you actually in? Because people think a 401k is an investment. That's not an investment. That's an account named after a tax code. And, and then when you put money in that account, that money can actually sit in cash. It actually doesn't have to be invested. Right. Now, 
there's a lot of details that we're not going to go in this podcast as to why a lot of the times that, you know, there, there's some, there's some default options with that and, and your, for, your employer with your 401k is, is kind of, they, they work with you on that. But like, what are you actually invested in? A lot of people are investing in target date, target date funds, and they don't even know what a target date fund actually right. is. Get curious. They enrolled in the plan and ultimately at the end of the day, they by default got put into this one fund. And then that's what it's been like ever mm-hmm. since they started it and never have taken the chance to take a look at what that really is. Yeah. The fifth question, the fifth and final question is, what insurance do I want? So most people, when they think Oof. about insurance, they're always thinking about what they need. And I'm sure if you are like myself, or like others we talk to, we all get stuck into this. What do I need? What do I need? What do I need mentality? And there are very few insurances that we need. And this is something like auto insurance is one of them. Yeah, that's a good legally. Like legally, you, you, you have to have it, right? In a lot of states, right? But like, gosh, man, I feel like Preacher Tom showed up today, <laughs> right? Like what, what insurance do you want, right? That word want is really what we're focusing on because they're, you know, what risk in insurance and understanding the purpose of insurance you know, really diving deep into like, not just what do I need? Because, you know, you can get the bare minimum and that's fine. But like Mother Teresa didn't have insurance. Yep. Buddha didn't have insurance. Jesus didn't have insurance. And they live lives and they were perfectly fine. There are a lot of people that, you know, in, in, like didn't have insurance. Insurance is kind of like a modern invention, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, insurance is, is purely a way to deflect risk off of our lives. So don't ask yourself, how much insurance do you need? Let's start asking ourselves, how much insurance do we And the biggest hang up that we see that people experience in this is that they really worry about the cost. So realistically, like if you didn't have to pay for anything, think about when you work at some company and the company provides you with benefits that are, they're like, we're going to give you X amount of insurance coverage. You're like, yeah, sign me up. Like, why would you not take it? But at the end of the day, like if that was not really a concern, how would you, what would you really want in your life? So these are the the five questions that we had. And let me summarize these real quick, just if you're listening towards the end of this. What are my liability limits? How much money am I saving as a percentage of my income so I won't have to work forever? How diversified are my assets regarding taxes, liquidity, and investments? What is my 401k actually invested in? And what insurance do I want? Please help us spread the word about the podcast by liking the Smarter Vet Podcast Facebook page. If you have enjoyed this episode, share it with three of your friends. This is CJ Burnett wishing you a lifetime of financial success. Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. CJ Burnett and Tom Seco are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. CJ Burnett's and Tom Seco's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, a registered broker-dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly-owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veneer Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purpose only 
only. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Florida Veterinary Advisors, and opinions stated are their own. This material is intended for general use. By providing the content, Park Avenue Securities LLC and your financial representative are not undertaking to provide investment advice or make a recommendation for a specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. All investments contain risk and may lose value. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. The individuals associated with Florida Veterinary Advisors do not maintain specialized licenses or qualifications for the financial services provided to veterinary professionals. Florida Veterinary Advisors is not registered in any state or with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as a registered investment advisor. 2023156460 expires June 2025.